Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Love to Learn English podcast. My name is Rich, and in today's episode, I'm speaking with my student Gabriel, who is actually a medical student from Brazil. We are going to be talking about the coronavirus, his involvement in fighting the coronavirus, answering a few common questions, and introducing some essential vocabulary for the coronavirus. Hey Gabriel, how are you? I'm fine, thanks, Richard. How are you? Very good, very good. Uh, so it looks like the world has changed quite a bit since the last time we spoke. Yes, for all of us. Yes, for all of us. Yes. So the coronavirus or COVID nineteen has pretty much dominated the news and everybody's life for the last few weeks. Really.、Mm -hmm. Let's begin with a very simple question, and I would just like to ask: What is COVID nineteen, or what is coronavirus?、Um, so, COVID nineteen, which is another name for the popularly known coronavirus at the moment, is a new illness that was spread in December two thousand nineteen, and it is a virus that affects lungs and airways. So, it has、um, few symptoms, but those symptoms are also common to many other. Viruses as well, so it's quite difficult to know if you have the virus or not. Yes, and just to confirm as well, the nineteen part refers to two thousand and nineteen. Is that correct? Yes, correct. Okay, so you're actually involved in the fight against coronavirus. You're involved in combating the virus. Combating being another word for fighting. So, what、mm -hmm. is it that you are doing personally to help combat? This virus. Okay.、Um, so, other than by being precautious, like any other human being should be doing at the moment, by self quarantine and staying at home as much as we can,、um, I'm also part of a project in a phone line in the state where I live in Brazil. So,、uh, basically, the government released, together with few institutions、uh, here from the state, a phone line for people to call. And we, as students and doctors, we do a triage of these people to help them to decide whether if they should leave their homes, so the safety of their own homes, to go to a health service or not. Excellent. I just want to correct you here, Gabriel, on pronunciation、mm -hmm. of one word. So the correct pronunciation here would be quarantine. So it's with a T. Quarantine. Quarantine,、uh -huh. rather than quarantine. quarantine. It's a very common mistake, actually. I've heard many students get the pronunciation of this wrong in the last few weeks. So please don't feel that you're you're making a big mistake here because it's common. No, no. You did you. mention one very interesting word, though, which I believe is a French word, which was、mm. triage. Now I know that you're in the medical profession, so triage is a word that you guys use a lot. But could you please inform our listeners what triage means? Yes,、yeah, sure.、Um, so basically, triage is the system we do.、Um, we put in action in those situations. For example, like in COVID nineteen, for us to decide whether if the patient needs to be assessed or not. So in this case, by the phone call. Um, I receive the phone call, and the patient tells me. The person tells me what symptoms they have been、um, feeling, and、um, 
with those symptoms in mind, I help them to decide whether they should leave their home or stay at home. Gabriel, I, I really just want to thank you for your service. I'm sure everyone in Brazil would like to thank you for your service to everybody in the health sector at the moment. In my opinion, is like a little superhero because even though the rest of us, while we are doing our parts, staying at home on the sofa and watching Netflix, I think it really is impressive and something that should be celebrated that you guys are making such an effort to help fight this. You guys really are the superheroes of this century, I think. Well, thank you so, very much. I yeah. actually thank all of them that are in the front line uh, attending the patients themselves because yeah. at the moment I'm still at home, but for them who are in the hospital in locum, it's actually really brave. It's very brave, yes. But I mean, you're still playing your part Gabriel. So I mm -hmm. think it's, you know, I'm sure the people of Brazil will have to buy you a beer or something when this is, <laughs> when this is all over. I would really love to cover some of the most common questions that people have about this virus. Okay. The first question that I've had people ask me is what are the most common symptoms? The most common symptoms are dry cough, um, tiredness, and fever but there are many other symptoms uh, to be added to this list, but let's keep it tight. Yes. So just to go over some of that vocabulary as well, a symptom is something that you show, like a sign of it, right? So it's the effect that it has on your body. A fever is when your body is hot, correct? Um, yes. So just to, to make a quick amendment to that. Uh, a symptom is what you are feeling. It's what you're feeling, okay. Mm -hmm. What you're feeling. A sign is what you're showing. So a doctor can see a sign, but he can't see or feel a feeling for you. A feeling is what you express. I knew it was a good idea to get a medical student here. <laughs> <laughs> Students, so dry please. Cough. <laughs> a dry cough, so yeah. A dry uh -huh. cough is a sign. Um, tiredness is mostly a symptom and a fever is a sign as well perfect yeah I have no idea about this type of stuff so students mm -hmm. whatever I've said to you in the last few weeks do not listen to me give Gabriel a call <laughs> okay uh, the next question here is how far should you stay from someone who is sick so there is a social distancing we should uh, follow of at least uh, one to two meters it depends which guideline we're following. But basically, let's keep it two meters from a good social distancing from others. Yeah. So social distancing is the term people are using at the moment to refer to just staying far away from other people. So mm -hmm. basically, so you can avoid people coughing on you and getting yeah, droplets, I think they're called. Droplets. So a droplet is a small piece of water on you, which is how the virus is generally transmitted. Personally, I'm staying with two meters. <laughs> I don't like to live life on the edge. Two meters is good, I think, for me. No, it's always good to play on the safe side. Oh, it's yes, a good message. certainly. Are hand dryers effective in killing the virus? So no, um, unfortunately, um, they're not effective. Hand dryers, they should be used after you wash your hands with soap and water. 
or um, you can use actually after washing your hands with soap and water, you can dry with a paper towel, for example. Um, the warmth of the hair dryer is the hand dryer, sorry, is not um, killing any virus. Does not kill any virus. Okay, that's good to know. Make sure you wash your hands then basically because it's not enough to just use a hand dryer. Another very common question I've been getting recently is, are antibiotics effective in treating the virus? Mm, that is another no. The antibiotics are a group of medicines aimed at the structure of bacteria. Um, so as we're talking here about a virus, the antibiotics are not effective at all in this situation. Okay. Yeah, that's not a good thing, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure there will be a, a vaccine soon that we can all look forward to at some point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or other medicines. Or other medicines, well. yeah. Mm -hmm. People have also been asking me if there are some home-based remedies they can try too. For example, many people have been sharing on the internet that it's a good idea to start eating lots of garlic. Is it true that you can eat garlic and avoid coronavirus? <laughs> and yet another, ten, another, oh, sorry. Why and are you yet laughing, another negative. <laughs> <laughs> there are no stupid questions, only stupid answers. <laughs> no, I'm laughing because I'm thinking about people eating garlic and smelling a lot. But that is not necessary. That's a negative answer as well. Uh, it is normal that in crisis time, people may have many beliefs and try to solve an issue, which is the virus at the moment, with um, common knowledge and knowledge they have uh, from their uh, own um, experience. So garlic has many um, antimicrobial properties. It is not scientifically proven that it is effective in any treatment for the coronavirus disease. Okay, good to know. So, one final question, and then we're going to move to some vocabulary to finish the episode today. Okay. I would also like to know if cold weather and snow can kill the virus. No, nor cold weather, nor uh, hot weather. So, the coronavirus um, can uh, spray in any condition so far uh, under studies. But um, something important to have to be said is that uh, the temperature of our bodies, they um, remain around 36.5 and 37 degrees. So uh, no matter what the temperature outside is, the virus can enter our body, um, which has a temperature also always uh, around 36 to 37 degrees. Okay. Sounds like a nice day in Brazil, <laughs> actually. <laughs> okay. At the moment, yes. Perfect. So let's just talk about a few vocabulary items to finish today. We're only going to do three vocabulary items to finish. The first one I would like to discuss is index case. Index case. Now, this is a word that is being used a lot at the moment. What is an index case? Okay, so um, an index case is the first documented case of an infectious disease, like it is coronavirus, or even a genetically transmitted condition, or even a mutation as well, in a population, in a region, or in a family, for example. In our case, in a population. 
What is an index patient? Mm -hmm. An index patient goes with an index case. An index patient is the first individual which is affected with the first known case of the disease. Was, sorry, the first known case? Mm -hmm. The first known case. Okay. Mm -hmm. And finally then, patient zero. Patient zero. So um, patient zero is the first person identified within, uh, within a disease um, to be infected with a disease in an outbreak. So in the situation of the coronavirus, the first individual to be identified with coronavirus in Wuhan. In Wuhan, yes. Wuhan, the city in China where the outbreak originally happened. I would mm -hmm. also like just to quickly review the word outbreak too. So what does outbreak mean? Any ideas? Uh, an outbreak, as far as I know, it's the beginning of a non-expected situation like yeah. a disease spread. Yes, it can be a disease, but it can also be some other things uh, too. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So I think that's everything for today. Once again, though, thanks for all your efforts in helping to combat or fight the coronavirus. You guys really are superheroes, so keep fighting the good fight, and I'll see you soon, Gabriel. Uh, thank you very much, and I hope everyone stays at home, and see you soon. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. I really am grateful that you guys are continuing to listen. I know that the times right now are very difficult with the coronavirus, so I just want to say that I hope all you listeners are at home and safe and sound. So take care, follow the guidelines, and see you soon.